When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Alex Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, Michelle Mann, Andy Brett Bernard, hey. and, Timmy. and Timmy Lammers. There he is. There he is. Timmy Lammers is with us. Tim, we got Michelle Mann in studio. Yes, I, I caught the end of the uh, the morning show and saw all of you. It, so we're not going to be able to see each other from now on, at least during this segment. No, uh, no we just got a. There's a graphic up. That uh, yes, yeah, I'm staring at the Tom Bernard morning oh. show coffee. There, there you go. It's like, a very fine mug. Where did everyone go? <laughs> I can only see three of us. I can see everybody. Yeah, it's, it's happening. I can't. I can oh, see. That's weird. That is super Tevin weird. Because it's definitely on Tom's. Tom. I got it on everything. Yeah, I can't. There's Alex. I can't. Oh, weird. Not on mine. Well, they're all wired oddly because I'm showing now, stream, my camera is your Streamyard is glitching is the problem. Oh. oh, is that what it is? I can see you at the bottom. I can only mm-hmm. see mom, dad, and Tevin. Mm. Yep, that's so, how yeah, that's I, who's I on see top. me. I mean, no, if I pick I my can't. nose or something, are you going to be able to see me? Oh, here so we go. I sexist. think I know what it is. Oh, wait. It's oh. this is what I want. Oh, there, ah, there, there, there we are. There we are. There we are. Oh, Andy fixed we're, it. We're figuring things Look out. At oh, and Timmy's that. right in the middle. Look at that. Can I just like delete this? He's a man named I'm Brady. Show, you're showcasing me today. <laughs> okay, now Tim, is in the we're going to yes. step back and listen to you and Michelle talk about the important things of going to the movie. Oh my God! Well, I do have a couple questions for Michelle. <laughs> um, Ask away. I actually, I'm sure at some point I met you because I started in this business 32 years ago with Bill Carlson at WCCO Television. Used to go to screenings at the top of the Skyway. Yeah. The screening room. The screening the room. The greatest theater ever. ever. Tommy, you had to have been there, right? Oh yeah. Oh my God! How many seats were in that thing? Um, I was so young when I, I don't remember, honestly, but probably 20. Oh, really? That's it. it. Small, yeah. But it really was a, small. it was a movie theater though. Yeah. I mean, it had the, was, you know, the curtains, the velvet curtains, everything. Smaller screen, obviously. So that was really cool. Ooh, so velvet curtains. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> became of the screening room, I guess is what I want to yeah. know. Good mean, question. I used to love it. No idea. <clears throat> One of my favorite lines in the screening room. When Halloween Part 3 came out, we watched it in the screening room, <laughs> out the Skyway, and as we're leaving, one of the theater owners from the area, I don't know who it was, owned a bunch of theaters, he looks at me and he goes, my God, I hope that's Halloween Part Last. <laughs> <laughs> it was a terrible movie. I you know, remember that. oddly enough, I mean, David Gordon Green, the director and writer, brought back Halloween 
Yes. And, um, you know, really did give it a fresh spin. I mean, same story. It was still a, a sequel, a direct sequel. Now the interesting thing is this particular week is that David Gordon Green is rebooting, I guess you could say, The Exorcist. But again, it's tied in because Ellen Burstyn is coming back. Oh, And really? I'm looking forward to seeing Ellen Burstyn more than anybody. I That first that Exorcist film, that's, to me, still the scariest film of all time. But, you know, I, I like fresh new spins on things. So I'm, I'm hoping that we get something good out of this. Michelle, I don't know how often you screen all these films in advance, but uh, I, I caught the trailer in theaters. I had to avert my eyes a couple of times. That's how much the original Exorcist scared me. Ooh. Yeah, the original Exorcist is crazy scary. Like Yeah, so yeah. I, well, but it's my job to bring my reviews to you. So yes, I am going to screen <clears throat> The Exorcist Believers. So... Uh, the other question I have, because this is such a great film, and I recommended it to Tom and Catherine last week, um, The Saint of Second Chances is now screening on Netflix. Got my St. Paul Saints hat on here. Um, but obviously, this is the sort of film that they're going to want to push for Academy consideration in the documentary category, and Morgan Neville has won a couple Oscars. I mean, he certainly has the stuff. Um, Netflix, they got such of a weird thing with their system of showing movies in theaters. Does that frustrate you? It has to frustrate you. Yeah, it it does. It does. And it's like, again, um, it's that model that I feel like that we feel really strongly on. If it's not broke, don't fix it. So release films to movie theaters. Keep them separate when it's for streaming. And I understand why sometimes they want to dabble into both, but I do wish that they would just keep it separate because it does get kind of, you know, it just gets kind of crazy to watch a movie that you can stream at home, but then you can watch it in movie theaters. And then again, the backside of negotiating that, it's just not the fun part of it, you know? But yeah. if I the right film, like Roma, Roma, everybody played Roma and, um, it was quite the film. And so that should have been only to me in movie theaters. So I wish there was more of a distinction, but I get it. It's everybody's looking out for themselves and what's best for themselves. And, and it makes sense for Netflix. Well, and now also too, you have this uh, Martin Scorsese picture coming up. Yes. Uh, flowers of the moon. desert. Moon? I'm, I'm, flowers I'm of done. the moon. Yeah. yeah yes. Um, so a uh, killer moon. Yeah. Um, so they say, well, it's going to be in theaters for a couple of weeks. So, I mean, again, I'm hoping that the man theaters show it. I don't know what kind of we are. relationship you have with them. But again, it just seems to me that they just kind of talk to the hand with everybody. And uh, a, a movie like for me, I would have loved to have seen uh, The Saint of Second Chances. And I'm sure somehow they got Academy eligibility by showing it in some screens across the country for a certain amount of time. But I think local audience would have just audiences would have absolutely loved seeing this one because it is such of a great movie. Uh, but again, it, it kind of feels like Netflix are shooting themselves in the foot because, uh, you know, it, it's a theatrical experience as far as I'm concerned. I agree. I agree. Definitely. There's a place for Netflix streaming at home and then there's a place for theatrical. So I couldn't agree more. And yes, we are going to play Killers of the Flower Moon and we are so excited about it. I mean, it's really long. That's the only thing that you know, we'd never love that because we want to be able to play four showtimes a day. Yeah. But you can't when a movie's that long. So, but how long is it? It's three and a half hours. <laughs> Whoa, I know. God. Wow. I know. That pushes past Avatar. Yeah, it's yeah. just like. Yikes. But it's, I guess, you know, it's of subject matter that they feel they have to go really in depth 
about, so I understand that, but we can't wait for that film. So what is well, it all and about? I guess that sort of explains why Martin Scorsese <clears throat> is directing films uh, under the Netflix banner or having them finance them or whatever, is because they are giving him the leeway to do that, whereas most studios will not. I Absolutely. mean, they will bend over, <clears throat> bend over backwards for Christopher Nolan, um, and maybe they would for Scorsese still, but it just seems to me that not too many directors have that clout to get a movie made over three hours. So, again, Netflix, is they, they want him. They had him for The Irishman. In fact, I, I did screen that in a theater, The Irishman, which was great. Yeah. Um, but I know certain people of this particular audience, Tommy, doesn't like his movies over two hours. I think a lot of people don't these days. It's understandable. Uh, but a buck 20 works for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Children's movies only. Yeah. And then you'd make a lot more money because you can charge for tickets. Yeah, I'm three and a half hours. Even The Godfather, which I'm a huge fan of, once we got to part three and it was like, what is it, seven, eight hours long? Yeah. Seemed yeah. like it anyway. Yeah. It's too long. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it does. Uh, plus, you had to endure a certain actor's performance in that one, who yeah. turned out to be a pretty damn good director, but uh, acting wasn't her strong suit. But uh, No. But anyway, uh, yeah, so, and then I know Rebel Moon is coming out as well, and that's Zack Snyder's. Um, sci-fi picture and I know that that is also keyed in for a theatrical release before it starts on Netflix so you know I, I just wish it were a smoother process it would be wider availability give us the option to see it at yeah. least on the big screen like with the saying of second chances but uh, yeah I, I am really thrilled to see the theatrical uh, the theaters thriving again and, and I, honestly, I heard Kristen at the end of the uh, last hour saying something about Exoswift. Is that what she yes. said? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These social media hashtags are like the thing and then people follow them. It's just this You learn something and... new every mm -hmm. single day. Yeah. I'm telling you, Exoswift. So. <laughs> I know. And actually, that, I think that would work. Although in this particular case, they moved up the Exorcist by a week to get out of the way of Taylor Swift. Right. Wow. Uh, but, you know, hopefully it'll catch on. You know, we'll see. Of course, The Exorcist has to be a good film. But again, given the hands that the picture is in, I think it probably will. Again, like I say, I have to see it yet. So, yeah. But, Tommy, you mentioned The Godfather, so I'm going to put you on the spot. One thing All that right. Tommy and I have been hoping for is to have a special uh, uh, viewer, uh, listener screening. Oh, that's right. Where, Tom? Where do you want to have it? Of the yeah, it might have been at the Edina Theater, I think, <laughs> maybe is what I was thinking of. Not to put you on the spot. Not to put Michelle on the spot, but well, again, we could, they could make some money from not going to do it for free. Screen. You said you saw it, right? On the big screen, Tom? Oh, The Godfather? The Godfather? I saw the, all five of the brothers in my family went together. From Terry to Troy, the five of us, the five boys went and saw The Godfather together, and all five became huge fans that very day. What was that 1971, yeah. right? God, that was 50 years ago? I yeah. hate life. <laughs> that was 50 years ago. Now, how, how could we get that? Because I will tell you something. One thing that would excite me about that is for Andy and Alex and Tevin and people of that age to see that movie on a big screen yeah. would be quite an experience. Yeah. It is maybe the best movie I've ever seen on a big screen. 
it's that good. We played it recently <clears throat> at our Grandview Theater in St. Did Paul. Did you really? Yeah, we're doing wow. a we're doing a series there, playing classic films on screen. That it's a classic theater. Nice. It was built in 1933. Wow, um, God, I love that. Yeah, it's interesting though when you play classic titles, who will come out for what? Boy, is that telling you guys? Because again, you don't need to see it in a theater, right? You can just stream it. So right. when you play a classic title, you got to have the right one. It's just like a song choice. You have to pick the right choice for people to come and see it. But anyway, The Godfather is classic. We'll show you how bad my life is, is how narrow my view is. The very first movie I ever saw at the Grand View was Coogan's Bluff. Now, how would I even remember? <laughs> I don't that? even know. I don't, I don't even know. Coogan's Bluff. I don't even know what that is. I've never heard of the title. Clint Eastwood. Okay. Uh, but how well, the hell did I just remember? The first film I, I saw, that. it was at the Buffalo Theater, mm. uh, was the Out of Towners with Jack Lemmon. <laughs> with Jack Lemmon, yeah. My mom took it. And you know what? It was a G film, which is pretty crazy. Is Sandy Dennis, is it? And then Jack Lemmon in the Out of Towners. But yeah, that mm. was my first theatrical, well, first movie I was too. Uh, so yeah. So Catherine, if you're given the choice, what movie that you didn't see on the big screen, would you like to see on the big screen? Oh, man. Uh, good question. I'll get back to you when I think of it. Mm. <laughs> I have I'll no get idea. Back to you. I know my first movie though. Do you remember yours? No. No. Mine was uh, Little Mermaid. Mine probably. was The Love Bug. At the, the Love Bug. Yeah. At the oh, at the Terrace Theater, which is now a hospital, I think, or they ripped yeah, it down. They ripped it down. The Terrace yeah. Theater. Love wow. that theater. Yeah. How old were you? I don't know. Probably well, see, seven. Eight. That's the seven. thing, though. It's like. <laughs> You probably didn't have a VCR when you were a kid. No. So yeah. So they, like watching a movie well, VCR was didn't a big. Exist, I don't no, think. they didn't. Watching so, a movie right. was like a much bigger yeah, deal. Yeah, exactly. At, at home when we you were, were just a like, kid. Yeah, the Terrace Theater and the Cooper VHS. Theater <clears throat> were the two ones that we would go to, and they had gigantic screens. One screen. They had a smoking section usually, yeah. and yeah. a and a crying a room for children, so you could go oh with gosh. your kids and watch a movie. Crazy. What did bring? Movies into the home was it was it VHS or did Laserdisc come first? I think it was VHS. I think it must have been VHS. And so, yeah, like when did VHS become a big thing? Ah, I mean, like the late 80s. 80s, yeah. 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 And it yeah. wasn't until I was born, yeah. probably, honestly. Later Mom and Dad think. bought a top-loading VCR for like 700 bucks. I know. Oh, yeah. remember that thing? Stuff. It was like this big, it weighed 400 pounds. Yeah. Joe McFadden bought it for me for Christmas. <laughs> well, this should tell you how big of a cultural impact the VCR had. The reason that the Nintendo Entertainment System is the way it is was because they designed it around a VCR. Really? Mm. Oh. Because they thought Americans were used to lifting the thing, putting the tape in, mm. and then putting the thing back down. They'd be like, oh, it's like a VCR for video games. Makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Smart on their sense. part. And now it it's like you ask anyone under the age of 30 what the hell a VCR is. Yeah. They probably have no idea. And you know well, what's funny about that? Good luck finding even a DVD player now. Yeah. For real, everything is Blu-ray. Yeah. You know what's funny about that? My dad tells us stories all the time of, uh-oh, movie theaters are going out of business because of VCRs. Mm -hmm. We're done. And he was like, <laughs> get out of town. It's not yeah. going to put us out of business. I think my favorite was when Divix was going to take out the movie theaters. What's Divix? Does anyone what even that? remember Divix? I remember. What, what? I can't remember details, but I do remember the name. Uh, so it's you go to Blockbuster or something like that. You'd buy the Divix disc. You'd put it in your DivX player, and you would have 24 hours to watch it before it would permanently deactivate itself. 
What? What? I never heard of Me this. Me neither. It barely, it was like a thing for maybe two years. Yeah, we, sounds, we had one. Huh? We had one? It was in the barn. <clears throat> what? That yeah. sounds like a really Divix, dumb I, Divix, idea. Yep. I think you yeah. just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> we had one? We had one and you're like, I don't know. I've never I, heard of it. Didn't, um, doesn't, can't you still get CDs from Netflix or something? Yeah, that's what I heard. I think Did they shut it down. They sent you? their last one last week. Yeah, oh. they, just oh. they just shut End it down. End of an era. You can still get yeah. Redbox, though. You can, Redbox. Red and honestly, yeah. we used Redbox like you? two years ago. No, you go to like the holiday. Yeah, yeah, the and oh, this was, it would actually come in the mail. Yeah, no, that's done now. Yeah. Okay. We actually used to use Redbox, Redbox every so We used it. Well, um, when, when you we go up, up to north? somebody's cabin yeah. that doesn't yeah. have exactly. internet, you that's the only way to watch a movie. I mean, and the last <clears throat> film they sent out was Minnesota's own Joel and Ethan Cohen's True Grit. Oh, really? Mm. They oh, said really? that was the last disc. Aww. The first disc they sent out was Beetlejuice. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. um, but they told the person, that subscriber, that was getting to stuff through the mail to just keep the uh, true grit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're like, we don't need it. All right. <laughs> We're just going to throw this away yeah. anyway. Yeah. If you send don't need it back. back. Yeah, you enjoy. We, honest to God, Catherine, I never have to worry about that because I'm very touchy about the memories and all that. We still have every disc we've ever owned. Wow. Sure. We have hundreds and hundreds well, of you know, it's Where? just like it's just that whole physical aspect of it. I mean like an album cover. The album covers yep. used to be so cool. And then CDs they kind of shrunk them. Well they did shrink them. And and I kind of felt the same way about um uh DVDs. I feel the same way you do. I just like mm -hmm. having that physical copy. Just and I case. guess the next best thing you could get for, you know, the memory of the theatrical is, you know, getting the movie poster or whatever. But, yeah, yeah, I, I just something about movies being out there in the ether and owning them, yeah. you know, by clicking a button. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Dad, I think I, I you. Like that. It's your depression <laughs> era. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Mindset. Oh you gotta keep. It's like that's the hoarder in you. There is a point. Well, you know, mom and dad grew up in the depression, so yep. maybe they you know, kind of passed Exactly. That. There is a point to like you know for everything down yep. to me. Well, like a lot, pretty much every PC gamer these days owns almost all of their games through something called Steam, mm -hmm. and we all have to ask the question: Is what happens when Steam goes down? Because right. all of yeah. our games, all the licenses, all the files exist on their servers. So if they stop existing, what happens to these games? We just don't own them anymore? You can't back them up to the cloud or something? No. No? Because it's all licensed yes. through Steam. Oh. And Amazon, like, Amazon's movie thing, that's the same way. I mean, Amazon is such a massive behemoth that it's never going to go away. <clears throat> but, you know, like, theoretically, 50 years from now, they shut down. What happens to all those movies you own? They go yeah, away. They're just why, gone. It's just best to I'm like still me buying the classics. I mean, I don't know when it comes out, but uh, I loved Indiana Jones uh, and the Dial of Destiny in theaters, and for sure, I will buy the DVD. But I do know that Disney, in certain markets, it might even just be overseas at this point, are going to stop producing DVDs and Blu-rays, mm -hmm. or already have. One of the, the last one they did was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So now it's getting to the point where major companies, studios, are not going to produce that physical media anymore. Mm -hmm. So huh. it's all going away. Oh, that's so you know amazing. what? We're just all going to end up back in theaters, which is where it should be. Exactly. No, I agree honestly, with you. I love you know? going to the movie theater. Well, the that. thing is, how much does it cost for <laughs> Disney Plus every month? 
I don't know. I don't have it. It's got to be, you know, they started out about five, six bucks, and I think it's over ten now. Yeah. Well, we have the one movie that they turn out that you might want to watch every year. It's cheaper to buy that DVD than it actually is to have the streaming service. (laughs) Well, it depends, because there's the whole, we have like a... Disney, Hulu, ESPN. Oh, yeah, we have a bundle. Yeah, have a bundle, yeah. and like we don't have a whole lot of streaming services. But no, we don't. So either, Michelle, we don't even have Netflix is, is, anymore. Is the streaming services are they kind of the enemy to you, or do you get streamers just like everybody else? Yeah, I mean, I I personally get a couple of them, but you know, they're not the enemy. It's just again um, realizing what should be released streaming versus theatrical Mm -hmm, like to mm -hmm. me there's a big difference and that got muddy for a while of course because of covid which is understandable they had to survive too but now that we've come out of it they are seeing the light that so many films would not produce nearly the amount of money if it was theatrical so they've cut way back on what they're streaming i mean the facts are are what they are so that's great to see for us we were talking about that last week like luca when mm-hmm. that came out during COVID, yeah. like that was such a great movie, yeah, but yeah. it didn't do very well of, because mm-hmm. it just went straight to streaming. Right. People, Onward too. Onward so, was and so one. many yeah, kids Onward. that I've talked to, like my kids' friends, I'm like, oh, have you seen Luca? They're like, I don't even know what that is. Why don't they just yeah. re release something uh, that got. Well, that's what they used to do. Luca they had the would be vault. amazing on a big screen it was was such a beautiful movie and you know one that started started that path of non-streaming was um top gun the new top gun that Mm -hmm. came tom Uh cruise literally said we made this film two years ago i could have streamed it i didn't want to do it i'm not going to do it you have to see that movie on a movie theater screen that was phenomenal and he really set uh, a big path for a lot of people and it was really great to say and see and it's been great since it really really has again barbie Oppenheimer. There's a lot this summer that, again, would not have produced even nearly a fraction if you mm-hmm. just streamed it. And they know that and they're aware of that. So yeah, and there that are was definitely... one of the biggest surprises to me was Top Gun was so big. Huge. Yet Mission Impossible Seven You're really right. wasn't by right. you know the, judging it against its its, its predecessor. Yeah, that was shocking to me because again, I was recommending to people. I said. If you have one movie you're going to see on the big screen this year, it's got to be Mission Impossible. Yeah. I mean, what an incredible experience that was. I know. I couldn't agree more. We were surprised that it didn't do what it did. But again, I guess um, maybe some people are just like, how many times can we see this? Maybe that, you know what I mean? It's like again and again and again and again. And Barbie and Oppenheimer were so fresh and came out right in that time. So. Yeah. And Indiana Jones, too. I mean, again, the ultimate experience, one of my favorites on the big screen over the summer. So, yeah, yeah, I, I get the whole Mission Impossible thing. I mean, I cannot wait for the next one. And um, but you're right. It's kind of like Bruce Willis and Die Hard. How many bad days can the guy have? Yeah. <laughs> Die harder. It's yeah. like, again, Die really? really hard. Yeah. So. yeah. Die I, I have to go in a couple minutes because I got some radio stuff to do. But uh, oh, yeah, big it's great shot. meeting you, Michelle. And I think we really need to get this uh, thing set up. To, I, I'm putting the pressure on Tom here because uh, yeah, I agree. Let's he, get he it wants to see it as much as I do on the big screen, uh, Godfather, yeah. uh, with listeners. I think that'd be awesome. How do you get that? Because I was just thinking of all these movies that I would love. There's a movie that did not do very well at all because it was released the day before JFK was assassinated. Oof. So mm. nobody was going to the movies after that for a while. <clears throat> it's called Soldier in the Rain, Jackie Gleason. Oh, God, you and that mm. movie. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. I would love to see that on a movie screen. Mm. How? I mean, 
You asked the, pr the production company for a reel. You got to get a reel. It's a very, very old movie. I can't imagine it would cost more than about five bucks for you. Right. You'd be surprised <laughs> if, if they plan on like releasing it on a DVD collection it or is. something there's like that. I think it's black and white. It's so old. Yeah, there's a Isn't thing. it? Doesn't matter. I think there's a color well, version. If they think you know, there's a market Nolan, for it. Obviously, one of the very few who makes movies on film still. Mm. How much accommodation do you have to make for an Oppenheimer, for example, Michelle? Um, do, you, do you have a. A, a, a projector on that. I mean, it seems kind of weird that you would only have it specifically for Oppenheimer, but I don't know, man. That that's expensive. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, that we don't have any projectors with actual film anymore. And what's sad is mm -hmm. when we did the digital conversion, a lot of them are literally sitting in the booths in our movie theaters. So you'll go in the booth and you'll see a bunch of projector parts over in the corners oh. because it, it's just not it's not something that makes sense anymore. But it does. Yeah. It just well, doesn't yeah. make Again, sense. Again, you would only use it for Oppenheimer mm -hmm. in this specific case. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. So we we don't do it. A lot of theaters do still do that, but it's very niche, very, very, very niche, and mm -hmm. and just difficult to do. Um, but speaking, Tim, did you have you gone to the Edina Theater? Because if you haven't, you should go now because The Shining is playing oh, right now. Oh God, yeah. I will <laughs> have to go. You gotta see The Shining. I will have to go. Well, you know, I mean, again, it's weird how. I wish more that you, know, you have to get on the local PR people about this, but I wish more films would screen at um, Edina because they used to. Yes. I used to go to quite a few screenings there. You know, talking about Bill Carlson, we used to go to the uh, Man Plymouth Six. Yeah, uh, not Plymouth, um, um, St. Louis Park. Yep, oh, yep. Park. So we screen a lot um, but, of films at our at our Plymouth location now. Yeah. But you know what, Edina was off the map during COVID, so it's this whole thing I won't go into. But basically, it was off the map. The film distributors don't do their research, don't have the time to do that, so they thought it was dead, closed forever. So we have to start a whole new relationship God. with our film buyer, reaching out to them. Hey, we're alive, we're open now. <laughs> so it's this, yeah. it's this whole thing. But but we will be screening more, and we have been at Edina, but we always do at our Plymouth location. Fantastic. Well, I will try to get to the Edina for The Shining. I mean, plus you have that Shining bar exactly. replica too. So. Yep. Exactly. You'll go be in the, Shining, Lloyd, in the Shining. Go see Lloyd, the bartender. You got to have somebody dressed up like Lloyd. I know. <laughs> I know. Everybody says that. <laughs> White man's burden, Lloyd. Yeah. When are you going, White Timmy? man's burden. I got to go to WJO. When am I going, you mean? Yeah. Uh, to to The Shining? Or where am I going to the radio? Uh, I don't know. We should talk about it, Tom. I would love to see that on the big screen. It's I awesome. absolutely yeah. would. Yeah, well, yeah. let's uh, text, call, whatever. Let's get it done, obviously. How long is it going to be playing there? Um, it depends on how it grosses. So we committed to two weeks. We'd love to have it another two weeks. It depends on how it grosses. So okay. get the people out to come and support us and go go see it. Yes, All right. exactly. Uh, we'll, we'll get in touch, Tommy. Let's go see this thing. All right, Timmy. All right, I got to run. Talk to you later. Great to talk to you. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? 
Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, Alex left for her second job. She's a teacher's assistant now. Mm. Yep. Big shot. Yep. Mm. What's that all about? She likes it. She Great. does like it a lot. She's she's good with kids. Yeah, she is. That's very. She very likes true. little bastards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Wow. See, that's really really nice. See, all I'm doing now is thinking of all the movies that I've never seen in a big screen. Yeah. That I would love to see in a big screen. Yeah. I know, aren't there so many? There are so many. There's tons. Yeah. There are tons and tons of them, tons of them. Yeah. But yeah, going to see The Shining, we got to do that. You do. I got to go see The Shining. You do. Yeah. Catherine. Yeah, I don't even remember half of it. Really? Yeah. yeah. I really don't. I mean, it's been so long. I've never actually seen yeah, it. I don't think I, I've ever seen I The Shining. It's great. You got to go see it. So I have, have a to go see it. funny story about The Shining, actually. We tried to see it. Oh. So um, Amy and I rented The Shining. Because we were like, we've never seen The Shining. Let's watch it. Everyone's seen The Shining. Okay. So we put in the VHS tape. That's how long ago it was. It was a VHS there tape. There you go. And so The Shining starts up. Um, they do the Here's Johnny scene. And then they start, like, laughing and riffing. The camera pulls out to show the whole set. And we're like, I didn't realize that this movie was like a fourth wall break kind of movie. So wait, it's about it's a movie about people in a movie set and one goes crazy. <laughs> Turns out we had bought the behind the scenes footage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Not the actual movie itself. Yes, the fine print is important. It was one of the most confusing moments of my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like, so hilarious. Yeah, it's like you, the boom mic guy has come on screen and I'm like this is not at all what I've heard about this movie. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't know how we didn't know what we had bought. You know, one of the things I would say, too, about that whole area um, where the Adina Theater is, there are so many great choices to go have a little dinner and go to a movie. You have great, uh, you know, the, the, the concessions at your theater are really, really good. I mean, it's got, that theater has the feel and the location 
of what theaters used to be all about. Yeah, that right. kind of small town theater yeah. feel, yeah. which yeah. is nice. Right. <clears throat> yeah. It's not so large that. Yeah, one thing that we kind of got turned off from movies for a little while because there are so many obnoxious people in the massive movie theaters yes. on their cell phones with yep. the lights on, having a chat. <laughs> it was like, what the? Why did you pay? 20 bucks to see this movie when you're just going to sit there and text your friends. Just go out in the hallway. And <clears throat> I think because the theater feels more intimate, people don't act like that. I mean, I haven't seen it anyway. There. Right. So I'm hoping that that's Yeah, it's not that, that kind of theater. On. It's yeah, not. You're right. It's yeah. not yeah. that kind of theater at all. Is yeah. there anything you can do about obnoxious people in movie theaters? <laughs> yeah. So we we do. We do, of course, have them approached by our management and, you know, ask them Why are you looking to, at me when you say I don't, that? The thing is, though, I mean, and I, I mean, I, I, I that's great that you guys will do something about yeah. it because it, in today's society, it's a little scary mm -hmm. to go, because if you get up, be, yeah. then they know who did it. Mm -hmm. And then you, you fear for retaliation with some of these people, because they look like they don't really give a crap about anybody around them. So And no. there are those. Yeah. There are those. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, you gotta. I, we have brave managers to approach these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you boot them out because it's really it ruins the whole thing. Totally. Well, Tevin, you used to work yeah. at the House of Comedy, right? Oh yeah. yeah. And every so often there'd be like a drunk guy. We have to say like, hey, can you please stop hassling yep. the comedians? I had to try to kick a lady out once, and <laughs> I never had to kick someone out. Thankfully, she was like not having it she had a margarita in her hand and oh ended up God. like sp throwing the margarita in my face what? Like, <laughs> i'm like talking to her boyfriend like hey man you need to get your lady out of here and he's trying to grab her then she ends up throwing the actual glass at me as well oh, like people are God. insane wow. people are insane no it's it's ridiculous but it, with being running obviously the dyna theater multiple theaters here in the area do you guys do anything with like local film creators and stuff like that and feature any of their films or what kind of leeway do you have with when it comes to kind of doing your own thing here yeah it gets again it gets difficult because of the commitments that we have with first run film mm -hmm. so for something like that it would be a private rental and we okay. actually do a lot of them at awesome. grandview and edina specifically Okay. And we have a lot more leeway to do it at Plymouth and Champlin because those are 14 and 15 plexes, but wow. people love Grandview and Edina. Oh, yeah. So mm, we yep. do do a lot of private rentals, and we have a lot more flexibility at Grandview because we don't play 9 o'clock shows. It just doesn't work. We don't play 9 o'clock shows during the week in Edina because, again, just doesn't work. People aren't coming out late yeah. like they used to come out. Yeah. So we always want to work with local. Absolutely, 100%. Twin Cities Film Festival, do you get yeah, involved so in that? We haven't, but... We, We've been talking about it because okay. that would be something of interest, absolutely. Again, to Edina, they they did approach us about Edina. So, okay. what can you do? Because I know you can't just. There has to be a certain level. Uh, Andy and I went and saw Jumanji two, about what was that two three no, that years was, ago? That was the first Jumanji remake. Oh, it's oh, the okay. remake. Okay. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Technically, it's no, it's not really Jumanji two, but it also is. That's because <laughs> yeah. Zathura is Jumanji two. Oh. oh, okay. Kind of. Because Andy and I went to the theaters down in Florida. Yeah. And we buy the most expensive seats we can get so we don't have to sit by everybody else mm -hmm. because they make too much noise. These young women came on their phones and made so much noise. Mm. It, 
it's going to hurt movie theaters. And I don't know what you guys can do about it. Cause well, what they were doing was a lot of young kids, I think they were dropped off at the movie theater. Yeah. And then they would yep. tell their parents that you know, to come and get them in like six hours. Yep. And they would get done with one film and they would just go into another theater. And mm-hmm. they didn't even want to watch it. They just didn't want to be home. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and most theaters, there's not like, it's not like you walk in and there's like security that's visible all the time necessarily. So it does feel like there's nobody here that's going to kick me out. So they right. feel like they can just kind of do whatever and yeah. get away with whatever. Yeah. Um, a lot of movie theaters, too, have put curfews in place to hopefully oh, aid that. Good idea. No. Oh. Now, we haven't done that because, again, we don't want to have to do that. We want people mm-hmm. to be able to come to the movies. Sure. But we are ag- absolutely going to do whatever it takes to make sure that our experience is the best. So we have hired police officers in the past to help with things like that so that all these kids aren't congregating thinking like it's a mall. Right. right. That's the right. thing. Like no. sometimes yeah. they think it's just a mall and it's it's not. But they have nowhere else to go a lot of times. So. Well, and in the lobby, a lot of times they'll have, you know, some video games and some yeah. lounges. And so, yeah. 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 We don't have that model really anymore in any of our locations. So, so yeah, we'll do whatever it takes. Again, it's all about the customer service aspect, especially mm-hmm. these days. You have so many options to do so many things, mm-hmm. right? You want to make sure that you're com- we want to make sure you're coming to a movie theater that you have a wonderful experience and that you don't have to deal with things like this. Right. Yeah. You know, that never happened. When, and again, I grew up in North Minneapolis, you would think. Now, I was talking about them chanting my name and doing all that stuff. Those were always at horror films. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't care if people yeah. talk through there's horror a, there's films. There's a clientele for horror <laughs> right, films. Exactly. Yeah. You kind of expect it for that. Right. But I don't remember going to the Broadway, the Empress, the Paradise, and hearing people talking during movies. Mm-hmm. People being, well, they didn't have phones then, so they couldn't be on their phone. There just was nowhere near as much... Well, we have a completely different social contract now. Now, now, if you tell somebody to shut, back in when I was young, if somebody said shush, I would have been embarrassed. Yeah. You know, I would have been like, oh my God, sorry. I would have said sorry. Yeah. You know, now it's like you say shush to somebody and you don't, you might enrage them. Yeah. Like go crazy. Because oh, you yep. victimize them. Everybody's yeah. Being I mean, we just have a completely yeah. different viewpoint of getting along with people now. Yeah. It's just different. And respect. There's no respect no. like there no, used not. to be. There's not. It's really yeah. unbelievable. Yep. Yeah. It's it's that's not a good thing. Yeah. No, no question Mm-mm. about it. I, I just I love to see. Well, I'm really glad we're getting away from the superhero movies because I don't like superhero movies. Well, they had to run their. Course. I know they yeah. did, and they made a lot of money. I'm sure they did. They made yeah. the tons of money, but I just. Like I said, just the excitement of going, well, first of all, Agatha Christie is pretty hard to beat anyway. It's a great writer, and we had such a good time going to that movie. It was oh. filmed so um, you felt like you were talking to them, or they were talking to you. Mm-hmm. It felt like you were in the interviews. It was, yeah, the way they filmed it was interesting. We have a suggestion from a listener. Okay. How about local entertainment like comedians or local bands in theaters yeah so it's uh funny that they ask we have been looking into that um we want to offer that specifically again at edina and grandview it makes sense at those two locations again it just gets tricky because you commit to these film companies and you can't say for instance hey barbie we're going to take you off of two shows because we're going to play live music they're like uh no you're not (laughs) no you're not (laughs) so it just it just gets tricky but if you don't have nine o'clocks for instance and you're 
consistent with not offering nine o'clock showtimes, that opens up a situation to have Ooh, live music or to have comedy. Mm-hmm. Because right. my brother and I, my partner Michael, we've been talking a lot about offering live comedy at Edina because people aren't unfortunately wanting to go like they used to downtown or uptown. Right. No, it's right. getting better. Right. It's getting better. But what a great place to have it. So we are looking into that because we think it would be phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's really, you just made me sad now. Way to go. Because I miss the Suburban. I miss the Uptown. No. Those no, theaters the Lagoon. Were just, the Lagoon. It was so wonderful, that whole area. And now there's not one theater there anymore, is Well, there? Lagoon's still there. I don't oh, know how they're there. making it through. And they did just completely redo the Uptown. Yes. I, yeah, they, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. But who owns that? Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. I'm not either. Well, no. talk about a movie theater. that It should probably shut down at 7 p.m. Because yeah, you wouldn't be wandering oh, around down there uptown anymore. Uptown is, might as well be downtown now it, with the amount terrible. of like shootings and things that are going things on. Things are boarded it's up. Sad. It not, just looks terrible. It's My different. favorite moment in the Uptown Theater many years ago, because they used to do the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that Friday nights? I think so. Is that yeah. what it was? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I took a young, dazzling urbanite like Tevin with me. The yes, two sir. of us went to the movie. Yeah. So young black man in America today, we sit down and the movie starts and people start doing stuff. And my friend goes, hey, hey, like really loud, right? Yeah. And everybody's like really quiet. He stands up, he goes, you guys have fun. Don't you be throwing that shit at me. <laughs> if I was, that's the correct response. Like, I did not sign up to get covered in whatever no. massiveness you No, he was throwing. having none of it. Nope. Do not throw things at me, and you'll be okay. I will never forget that. That is awesome. And I'm laughing, and all these are looking at me like, you brought him. That's your fault. Right. I can't have any fun because of you. Now, the movie theaters... Now, Andy, I suppose you've been to enough movie theaters where you understand the experience and how, as a child, when I was a kid, the movie theater was was the place to go. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, every weekend you went to the movie theater. And I do think we need to get back there because people staying away from one another. Look, I love streaming, as I said, but I don't want to sit at home every night watching streaming all day long. Right. I mean, yesterday I watched, or not yesterday, uh, Sunday, I watched the Vikings game and the Twins game, and just to be sitting in that seat for seven hours was like, oh, my God, is this getting old? Yeah. You know? Do the movie theaters, in a lot of people's minds, are they still the place to go to be entertained? I think they are becoming again that way. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, they weren't for a while. They weren't for a while, but they're they're becoming that way again. And again, especially when you make it an experience. So mm-hmm. like yeah. the Edina, <clears throat> you, you have all these things and setups in the Edina that you're literally feeling like you're in the movie so you want to experience it you want to take a photo you want to invite your friends you want to have a drink at the bar just like Jack Nicholson does in the movie yeah you know yeah. so making it an experience and an event that's something too that we're really looking into going forward with any new theaters that we acquire it's really important and then my grandfather said this all the time and it's so true we all have a kitchen at home that we cook our dinners right mm. why don't you stay at home every single night and cook your food in your kitchen because you want to go out to eat. Yeah, yep, you want to have yep. that experience, mm-hmm. right? That's a quote that he said that uh, my father used, that my brother and I will use for the end of time because it's completely true. You can stream a movie at home, but you don't want to stream it every single night. You want the experience. Right, right. That's you exactly want to go out. Right. Yeah. I think it is wonderful. Yeah. Well, I mean, we used to as a family, love it when Disney released a new film. It was yep. once a year. Yeah. Yep. And it was like a big, big deal. Big deal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you grew up like that. Mm-hmm. Today's kids aren't going to grow up like that. There's no. going to be very few 
event movies for children. I really. don't know. I mean, like not the way they were. I think they. I think you'd be surprised. Really? Yeah. I mean, they've still got once every so often they'll have their big kids. The Paw Patrol movie was massive. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things. Every kid who's currently between the ages of six and twelve is going to be talking about that the way we're, we talk about Aladdin and the Little Mermaid and that kind of thing. They're like, oh yeah, I remember seeing the Paw Patrol movie when I was a kid. But the, yeah. didn't wasn't Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. a flop? That was... Yeah, it didn't do so well. Yeah, They yeah. took some very weird stylistic liberties with that one, yeah. and it really well made said. a lot of people upset. Yeah, well said. Well, it's like a claymation. They changed the uh, designs of every yeah. character. It's like they were trying to redo rather than continue. Mm-hmm. And it's not that's not something you do with a long-established franchise. Yeah. Right. And I think the build-up to a movie release is much different because back in the day it was you everybody watched live television. It wasn't you just stream and binge watch. There are more true. there are more commercials and be like, okay, yep, we've watched a million commercials of this movie's gonna release on Friday in mm-hmm. two months. Now we're excited, we go, we're dressing up as a character, it's a big event. Now it's more so like, oh that's right, that movie did come out this week. Yeah, that is true. Right. Not inundated yeah. with the newest releases yep. all the time. And I think what's great, too, I don't know if you guys notice, now when they're releasing trailers or images, it says in theaters, only in theaters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's really great for people to see and to look forward to. Like, wait, I can't stream this at home, so i got to go to the theater. And we right. love that support. Did you get a bunch of uh, Taylor Swift uh, selfie booths and things mm. for this movie? Yeah, so <laughs> you know what? I really, I really wanted to do something unique and special, and it just becomes so um, cumbersome and, you know, expensive. But she's got this thing called the Era's House house of tours and it's each room signifies one of her albums so i thought how awesome would it be to recreate each room at each one of our locations and then you have to visit it every single one <laughs> that's a good idea but it gets so expensive a little spendy right? a little spendy so we made these barbie boxes for barbie that's a it's a life-size barbie box so we've got those at our theaters and then we created some taylor swift real life-size cutouts oh, so God. you're taking a selfie with taylor yeah. swift oh. we're also going to do bracelet trading you guys know about this phenomenon yep, yeah, the, the swifties yep. trading all their fr- so we're going to be doing that as well wait a minute i want to hear about this what is it yeah yeah so they they go to concert they go to her concert they've got bracelets all down their arms they're making friendship bracelets <laughs> and they're all trading them before the concert oh, and it's Brittany this, was talking yeah. about that yeah, yeah, it's yeah this that's phenomenon. right that's right so we're going to do that in the theaters so when you say you made like the barbie boxes in the life-size taylor swift like how much of that is on you guys to come up with like the promotion stuff and how much of that is on the film because i feel like that's something where yeah, like, that's barbie there, you want to promote yeah. your movie right. like you should be making this stuff yeah so warner brothers offered the graphics they mm-hmm. did have a limited release of the boxes but if you wanted to print it after they gave away their limited release it was on you oh, okay so we did do it because it was a no-brainer yeah. mm-hmm. and again i didn't see any theaters in the twin cities that offered it and again we always want to make sure people are coming to a man theater. So mm. every little thing, and those Barbie boxes were huge. We were all over social media yep. and the news for it. Again, just to make an experience. People couldn't mm. wait to get in the Barbie box to take a <clears throat> selfie of them dressed up as Barbie and Ken in the Barbie box. So Taylor Swift, you, you will see a Taylor Swift cutout at any man theater. You can take a selfie. She's singing. She's standing. She's <laughs> posing. You're with Taylor Swift in a man theater. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That That's is smart. Right. You, know, you need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. 
Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. When was that opening day we all stood out in front of the theater? I know. That was, when was that? Yeah, that was like t- two September, weeks ago. <clears throat> September 29th. Last year. Last year's It was only last year. A year ago. Over a year already? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the mayor was there. Yeah. My father was there. And your whole family was there. Yeah. It was a great There were drones. There were drones. There were drones. There were spotlights. We wanted to make it, you know, really exciting like you do back in the day of opening the movie theater, right? Absolutely what it reminded me of. Yeah. It reminded me of the old days. Like everybody came together for the opening of the movie theater. Good. I love It was a great night. Thank you. It was really, really good. Yeah, it was great. Great, great. So we just got to get people to make better movies. Yeah. <laughs> to put in all the wonderful things. Are you listening, Hollywood? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Are you listening, Hollywood? Exactly. The crap you're putting out now. Yeah. Um, is there anything big coming out in the movies the next month or two we, we should pay yeah, attention we've, to? Yeah, well, we've got a couple titles. I mean, Killers, um, Flowers of the Killer's Moon, that's going to mm-hmm. be really phenomenal. What's the, and that's the one that's eight hours long? Yeah, it's um, Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, Martin Scorsese. And um, it's based around a true story. Um, and it's very controversial of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio falling in love with a woman that is, an, is Indian. And um, just what comes with that in the time. I'm not sure of the era, but it, it looks phenomenal. And of course the acting and directing you can't go wrong with Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio and I, then yeah. I really wish that Hollywood would stop reporting on things like because I like Leonardo DiCaprio yeah but why do I have to know that he gets rid of a woman as soon as she turns 25 yeah I don't even want to know that why know. are you telling me that I know he, apparently he does that all the time yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like on the day she turns 25. Yeah. yeah imagine being his girlfriend. Wow. You're 24 and, you're and three, she's like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Days. Uh-oh. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. Well, I got 12 more hours with him. What should we do? Yeah. <laughs> what should we do now? We know way too much of their personal lives. I know. Lives, right? yeah. Yeah. I, really, I really miss not knowing anything about yeah. celebrities. I know. And after, after a certain point, they all turn into major narcissists, and that's mm-hmm. just what yeah. you got. I mean, we don't... And, and, and that's not an attractive quality so it would be nice to not have to know about it right yeah i would just wish we'd stick to the movies and you know just keep it about that but it's it's never going to be that way you know yes i think if people and this is not the job of the theater owners the movie makers and the rest it's our job to step up and not put up with people's bad behavior anymore right I mean, I don't know how we're going to solve that problem. I mean, I, I'd like to pick a guy up by his collar and carry him <laughs> out. That would be fun, but not a lot of people are going to do that. I, I just Is it getting better? As far as? As far as people making noise in the theaters and all that. Um, yeah, it depends <clears throat> on the location, to be really yeah, honest with you. Yeah. But in general as a whole, yes. Yes, it is getting better. Good. I mean, all these wonderful memories. Catherine brought up the Terrace Theater. You used to go out there and... I always talked about the ones in North Minneapolis, all around, you know, your theaters all through the years. Yeah. And it, it was just basically about, what, five years ago when people started. And it's because of the cell phone, isn't it? 
Absolutely. Yeah, it is. is there so, any, you can get a Faraday cage here. Put your phone <laughs> in here. You can have it back when you leave the theater. I wish. But you can't do that because I suppose they want to keep. But I, it's just so incredibly. I mean, anybody's phone lights up. It lights up the whole damn theater. I know. It's like, would you stop with that? Put it in your pocket and silence it. If, you, if you're going to get an important message, it's going to vibrate in your pocket. You can look and see if there's an emergency or something. There's no excuse for what these people are doing. Should maybe just give them a black blanket they can just throw over their head. <laughs> exactly. yeah, there right. you go. And, you know, they can sit there and text till their hearts or, content. Or like back in the day with like smoking and non-smoking sections, you can have phone and non-phone sections. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. Have a blackout curtain yeah. around them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that literally, honestly, got looking back, why well, I already talked about the five boys all going to see The Godfather in 1971. Uh, Catherine and me going to a dinner and going to a movie. I want to get back, and that's what we did, you know, going to your theater a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Had a little that. dinner, came to the movie. It was such a great night. Yeah, I love that. You know, and we all have to get back to that. Show a little decency and a little kindness and shut the hell up. <laughs> Please be quiet. Well, like I said, Andy and I went and saw that Jumanji movie. She sat in the most expensive. They, these chairs would move. All the with butt the shakers. That, yeah, yeah, they had all, all of that, that stuff. there. Gimmicky. Yeah. All sorts yep. of stuff. And, you know, we paid uh, 50 bucks. There was 25 bucks a ticket, I believe, down in Florida. And there was nobody else in the section but us until about five minutes after the movie started. Then the section got full of people that didn't pay to sit there. Yeah. So is it too much trouble now for an usher to come and say, you can't sit there? Um, so we definitely do have people check because right, a lot of right. times now uh, things are sold out and it's harder to oh, sneak sure. in because it's reserved seating. Mm-hmm. So that's really a great thing. That is true. That's it's a wonderful. great thing. Yep. yep. Um, you know, it depends on, honestly, it depends on the personality of the employees. So that's why we find these managers that have no problem going up to people and saying, hey, are you in the wrong seat? Because some people just yeah. don't want to do that. Qualifications you know? used to be a bouncer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a guy uh, last week, and I can't remember where it was, but a guy literally pulled a gun on someone because he was in his seat. Oh, that's, wow. that's way psycho. That's unbelievable. You're yeah. in my seat. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I've got the ticket right here. You're in my seat. The guy wouldn't get up, so he pulled a gun on him. <laughs> like, my God. Oh, boy. It's a little over the top. A little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. Just, so you know, too, we'll what's great about uh, going to a movie when people respect the no cell phone thing is you don't have a distraction like you do at home. So right. that's the thing, too, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to watch a film that you don't have any distractions, go to a movie theater. Because at home, you're streaming. Yep. you got to go to the bathroom. Your phone yeah. rings. The dog's barking. The dog's barking. barking. Yeah, something. The kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love that about the movie theater, that there's just there's no excuse. It's you and the film. It's that's wonderful. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got to keep it. No, we only got a few minutes left here. So, would anybody else want to bring up something that you want to know more about? How we can make. Here's my advice. <laughs> Shut up. There. There you go. That's good. What's the, What's the most common time for the theater to be empty? Because I'm the type of person where I love to just be in the theater by myself. <laughs> wow. What time should I go? Dave to Las your Vegas. <laughs> On Monday or a Wednesday. Perfect. Oh, Monday or Wednesday. On Monday or a Wednesday, first or second show. Perfect. That's that's where you can find me. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Any other day, mm, it'll be busy. Why Wednesday? I could see Monday, but why Wednesday? It's in the middle of the week. 
people are just and then five dollar Tuesday was on Tuesday. Yeah, that's right? true. So they yeah. got in on Tuesday, and then Wednesday's like eh, it's in the middle. Well, and right now there's every every kid has soccer or yeah. something after school. You're right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Thursday is when we have pre-shows for what's coming out Friday. So that's a busy day too. Oh, so okay. Monday or Wednesday is good. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna go good to Wednesday yeah. Yeah. At the morning, and yes. it's gonna be packed because right. there you go. <laughs> Yeah, me and all the listeners that love to sit by ourselves are now all going to go gather in the theater mm-hmm. on Wednesdays. Yeah. yeah or go further right. out. Go to the suburbs that are way out. Yeah. They're quieter, go. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the Plymouth's always been a very quiet theater. Plymouth is close you in, You don't have though. that many problems at Plymouth, I don't think. Do um, it's, it's been kind of a roller coaster. Really? Roller coaster, yeah. So that, that theater, we're just, again, so grateful. It's always in the top five in the state yeah, for, as far as grossing. Yeah. Is that the one really that's on cranked. 169? And it's on 55. 55 and Vicksburg. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. We used yeah. to go there all the time when yeah. we lived up in Dayton. Yeah, that yeah. Chinese restaurant is really good yeah. there. Yeah, what? Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. remember its name. We used to go there all the time. Yeah, we sure if did. If we went to that theater, we always went to that really yep. good Chinese we restaurant. We sure did. Yeah. And that's, yeah. again, those are the memories we want to mm-hmm. get back. Yeah. We went to this Chinese theater, went to the Italian theater, went to the movie, yeah. saw this and that. Those are the memories that I want back. Yeah. I really yeah. do. And we got them when we came to your theater to see Poirot, which... That's what got well, I got so fired up I called you immediately I know when I we love left that. The, the Ghost of Venice, right? It was called The Haunting. The Haunting. Haunting, Haunting of, of Haunting Venice. Venice. Yeah. Yeah. And Honestly. seeing and seeing Venice on the big screen. Oh yeah. god. You're just like, "Oh, I, I want to go to Italy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Frank Caliendo says don't go to Venice though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Said it stinks. It. One day, we'll never go in the it. summer. I hear. No, God, yeah. no. Well, it's like New York. New York stinks in the summer. Yeah, nobody wants no, to go. That is true. Around, yeah. Unfortunately, no. yeah. Tom, it's like you're saying. The memories of going to a movie theater when you're a kid, like, yep. that'll stick with you forever. I'll never forget me and a group of my cousins. My grandma, Princess Diaries two, I think it was, uh-huh. came oh out, gosh. and my grandma was like, "Yep." Dennis, take the kids to Princess Diaries. And he, we get to the theater, he looks at the movie poster, and he's like, he looks at us, he's like, we are not going to Princess Diaries. We ended up going to see, I think it was like Rush Hour 2 was oh in theaters at the same time. And we went, saw the movie that we probably weren't even supposed to get into anyway because we were all like 10. We get back and my grandma's like, well, how was Princess Diaries? And we are all, it was great. Like, so yeah, like memories Just, like that. You lied you to forever. your grandma? Absolutely. Thank Outlier. you for not taking us to Princess Diaries. <laughs> and see, isn't that great that, that you can speak about this how many years later and it's still right there to your mm-hmm. heart. That's what yep. movie theaters are about. Oh, it yep. really is. Yep. It's, it's an experience. It's a memory. It's a moment that you'll never ever forget. You're not going to go. I remember when I was at home and we streamed a movie and the dog was barking. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. It's that moment in time when you doorbell in the movie rang. Theater. Yeah, yeah, and that popcorn. You can't get movie oh. theater popcorn at home. No. All the butter, please. Exactly. All the butter all, and all, all the, the salt. Butter, please. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. With your hot tamales <clears throat> or your M&Ms or whatever. You know. Bunch of crunch. Bunch of crunch. Oh. Bunch of crunch. always bunch I'm of milk duds. <laughs> I love milk duds. Milk mm. duds. You always are milk duds. I do love a yeah, milk dud. I, I remember that. <laughs> I love that. You know, you we watched a movie at home. You'd go uh, buy a box of milk duds to yep. eat them yeah. while we watched yep. it. Yeah. Do you remember the first movie theater that you ever went to in oh, your the life? The Terrace. Was mm-hmm. the Terrace? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was in St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin. It mm-hmm. used to be like in, like downtown by the river. And, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that I was the one we always went no to. No idea. You have no idea, Andy? You... I've been going to a movie theater since I was probably three. It's 
Yeah, me too. Yeah. You know. It probably was that one that was over in Maple Grove. It was kind of probably gross yeah. and old. <laughs> oh. But it was the only one close to us. That, was it AMC or was it ours? Because we had one in Maple no. Grove, and then but then the AMC one was gross. It's yeah, no I think it was there. the AMC. Yeah, don't, one. don't call her no, theater gross. gross. It's okay. It's okay. It's, no, it was not. The yeah, theater. I think it was the AMC. Yeah, that one was. D Hart says, "Come to Stillwater, we'll watch a movie." Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm on my way, Darren. You know what? The first movie I saw was in the screening room in our downtown screening room, and, and it was Little Mermaid, and it wasn't finished yet. Oh, oh. I will never forget it. What it wasn't was, finished? The theater uh, or the, the movie? movie. The wow. movie. So it, it, it was animated, but then there'd be parts that they said, like, it's not finished yet. And it was drawings that were just like, mm, 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 mm. Oh, yeah, the storyboarding oh, really? with the yeah. uh, voices behind yes. it. Yeah. They would release that cool. just for feedback or um, something? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I'll never forget that was huh. the first one I saw. Huh. Yeah. You guys are Pretty not cool. going to recognize the name of this theater, I bet. No. Because I think it's been closed for about 65 years. Well, then definitely we won't remember. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my first movie experience, I don't remember what the movie was, but my first theater I ever walked into, and I'll never forget, because it hooked me immediately. Mm. I walked in and I went, oh, my God, look at this. This is the TV room? Like, well, no, it's not a TV room. 65 years ago, was it Shirley Temple? <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> but it was the Kennesaw Theater. Kennesaw. Do you even know no. where that was? No, no, no clue. 13th, and, 13th and uh, Hennepin. Okay. Or was it Nicollet? It was I Hennepin or Nicollet. No idea. The, the theater's still Andy. there. I think it's a church now, I oh, think. Oh, really? I think. Well, we went to a, a magic show there, Catherine, about four or five years ago. Mm. At the Kennesaw, it's not called the Kennesaw. I don't know what it's called now. Would you look and see if you got anything for the Kennesaw? Yeah, with the fifteen different spelling. Yeah, <laughs> really. Did you guys K -E -N -N -E -S -A -W. ever? K e n n e s a w. Did you guys ever go to the South Town? Oh yeah, then? absolutely. Okay. I, matter of fact, by coincidence, Catherine and I drove by it yesterday, and I said, "God, I missed that going to South Town. I love the South." Yeah, I don't remember it well because I was so little, but mm -hmm. people still talk about the South Town and the Man France Drive-In. Oh, Those God. Yeah. I mean, people, Twin yeah, screens. Yeah, uh -huh. it, it became so successful. He did build a second one. He did. I mean, can you imagine having a drive-in right there now? It, oh, just, God. Yeah, that was so close in. What's it uh. now? And Medtronic took over the one there on, uh, what the hell is that over there? And I don't even know what suburb that would be. It was called the 100 Twins. It was on Highway 100. Mm. Uh, same situation, but the man France. Yeah, people. Oh my God! It the was stories. It's like so cool to. So we have a. We're on a Facebook page about it, and people just, just thousands of comments. Oh yeah, yeah. we sneak yep. in the back and put them in the trunk and have a case of beer. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> just the stories. It's just endless. It's awesome. Love that again. You the mosquito fogger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the mosquito fogger. I'm mad about gosh. that. In Minnesota, yep. Yeah. I got to yeah. close with this memory. That's because we, we got to go here, unfortunately. But about four years ago, three, four years ago, Catherine and I were down in Florida and said, we haven't gone to a drive in in a while. Mm. Let's go to a drive in. They still have them. They still have them down in Florida. I think there are two left here, I think. Yeah. I think that's right. But Catherine and I, we pull up and we get our ticket and we pull in and park. And the coolest thing happened, because we had never been there before, I'd never heard of it. So all these people, I went into the men's room, all these people going, hey, how you doing? How's everything? Being really nice to me, mm -hmm. right? 
they were all excited because apparently Kath and I were the first two white people to come to that theater in like 10 years. We were definitely the only white people there. It was all black, but they were excited. Like, there are white people here. And we we had a dog and there was a sign in the the front. No dogs allowed. I'm like, oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get kicked out. Remember what a great time that was just because they were so happy that we'd be I'm trying to think what movie it was. It was, oh, God, I can see the guy. It was a... Matter of fact, it was kind. Of, it was a comedy superhero movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ant Man, Deadpool. Oh, Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. It was Deadpool. it was Deadpool. I remember right. that, Michelle. Yeah. You got to come back once in a while. This is wonderful. I'd love to be back anytime. This, it, honest to God, I want people to get back in the theater and enjoy life the way it should be enjoyed. Thank you. Movie theaters are a huge part of my life. They always have been. Yeah. Pretty much everybody's though, right? You think? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get back to it. Let's yeah. get back to it. It's yeah. a good way to close. Let's get back to it. Yeah. Have yep. a great day. Yeah.